0: What up, what up, what up? You're now tuned in to the Progression Podcast. I'm your host, 007. Man, it feels good to be back. Like I always say, it was a great day, great week, great month, great year. And with God's grace, I'm here. And man, it feels so good. And, man, I want to get right into it, man, because this is going to be one of those shows. I think I always say that. (laughs) It's going to be one of those shows, man, one of those great shows. But, hey, every time, man, it's going to be one of those great shows, man. Like I say, you're now tuned in to the Progression Podcast, man, and I'm glad you're here. And I'm going to start it off and kick it off just like I always do. with my scripture, my theme scripture, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are brand new. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are brand new. Now, the title of this episode is called You Get... What you give. You get what you give. Man, this is so true. And man, I had to deal with this all my life because I am a person that will tell you the truth. I've been dealing with loose, well, closed hands for a long time. Closed hands for a long time. And not loose hands. Now that I'm in Christ and I'm mature and not a baby Christian anymore, baby believer, I deal with loose hands. So I'm going to get right into it, man. You get what you give, man. And so, you know, I got to get into my scripture. For My scripture for this comes from 1 John 3 and 17, First John 3 and 17, uh, John, the apostle John is talking to some people and he's telling telling these people something. So I'm going to read it to you. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? if someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Man, this is just a a compelling verse. It's really one of those rhetorical verses that's saying, man, God's love is not in that person if he can't show love to his brother or his sister when he's living well and he has enough to live well. You know what I'm saying? So I want to start this thing off by saying you get what you give is the name of the, the episode. So if you give nothing, more than likely, you get nothing. But I want to talk about something real quick. I want to talk about equity. You read what you sow, equity. I remember it was a time I was uh, I was in the mall, and, and it's going to be funny, it's Greenspoint Mall. I was in Greenspoint Mall, and my son, I guess he had to be about seven years old at the time, and so we were shopping for some tennis shoes or something. So we went and got some tennis shoes and, and you know, he asked for a toy. My son, he asked for a toy <clears throat> and I was like, I ain't got no money, man. I ain't got no money, you know, like, you know, we usually say. And so funny, my son, not knowing how things go, he said, oh, that thing over there, that, that little thing over there, he was talking about the ATM machine. He said, that little thing over there, you stick some in it and money comes out and you can get some money. I say, son, no, you have to put money in it to get money out of it. And he didn't understand the concept of that. I say, you got to put equity in to get something out. You got to put equity in to get something out. You reap what you sow. You got to put something in this world to rotate to rotate the universe to get something back. The bank, you have to put some money in that bank in order to get something out of it and he didn't understand that. Now, you get what you give. I get I go back to my son, my 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 son, he uh He's so funny. We went to a GameStop one time and and so I think he had like $60 for a game he wanted to buy for his PS4 or PS2, whatever it was at that time. It was a Sony Playstation. And so he didn't have enough money to buy the game. He had $60 on him. and You know, I was trying to teach my son the, you know, the value of money at the time. And so I was like, why don't you buy a game that's under, that you can afford? And he was like, well, I want this game. And I think the game, you know, it came out to be like $75. So I said, okay, I'll just pay the difference. You know, I'll pay the difference. Uh, just give me the $60 and I'll buy the game. I'll buy the game, but I ain't tell him I was paying the difference. I'll just say, give me the $60 and I'll buy the game. So I bought the game, you know. And so when we got in the car, he asked for the money. He said, Hey, man, where my $60 at? I said, Hey, you got the game. He was like, No, I saw you pay with a card, a debit card. So you bought the game with your debit card, but you took my money. And I was like, No, what you don't understand is I had to put more money with your money to buy it. So it's only equity that we put in to buy what you needed. And I just say, you get what you give. It's the same thing. It's the principle. Equity, you reap what you sow. You reap, you get back what you put into anything, right? So I go back to the scripture. If someone has money to live well, and sees a brother or sister in need, but no, and shows no compassion. How can God's love be in that person? Man, we have so many people that are in need, and we look at them and just pass them up and just don't be worried about them because we got ours. We straight, we all right. But man, if you take the time to realize, it's some brothers and sisters out there that's in need that we can help. And, and we just don't do it, man. So think about this. I'm going to say this. Wasting your time is worse than wasting money. Wasting your time is worse than wasting money. Sometimes people are waste my time. I'd rather give you the money than to waste my time because I have thought about this for a long time. It is people out there that are in need that if you give something to them, sometimes they'll take that little bit and make it a lot. Let me tell you, let me give you an example. In my Christian bookstore, in our Christian bookstore, Certain people used to come in and we would pray with them, uh, talk with them, counsel them, and, you know, even read books with them and stuff in the bookstore. So one day I was across the street from the bookstore. Bookstore had been open like four years. And I seen this lady and she said, hey, hey, you remember me? She had some scrubs on and, you know, she looked like she was on her way to work. She was putting gas in the car. And I was like, no, nah, I don't remember you. She was like, you don't remember. You prayed for me. Like two years ago, I came to that, to that uh, bookstore you got. I was standing in that motel that was in the back. I was homeless. She said, man, you prayed for me. And man, I'm doing good, man. I got a job now, and I'm I'm, I'm on it. I got a car. I got an apartment. I'm doing good. Now, let me tell you how you have to be careful about those things. Crossing the street, going back to the store, I felt pumped up, puffed up. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I prayed for her, and and I think I probably gave her a little money. It helped, and man, now look at her. You know what I'm saying? I did that. I really felt like that, but God convicted me as soon as I put my key in the door. I remember this vividly. God convicted me as soon as I put my key in the door. He didn't speak to me audible, but God came over me like, man, you ain't done nothing. Just because you gave a little prayer and you gave a little money or something, you really ain't done nothing. I did the miracle. I go back to when Jesus fed the 5,000. And he was telling the people. And, and people, it was so many people he was doing the Beatitudes, if you research the Bible, the Beatitudes, when he was telling everybody the Sermon on the Mount, you know, talking to 5,000 people, you know, the good sermon. And uh, after the sermon, you know, the people was hungry, he had to feed the people, and the disciples was like telling them like, hey, man, we can work two weeks of pain. We we can't feed these people, man. But Jesus said it was a little boy with two fish and five loaves of bread. They said, man, that's not enough, man. We can't do it, man. We can't feed these people, right? God said, look, sit the people down. It's in the Bible. He says, sit the people down And when he set the people down, he prayed over the two fish and the five loaves, and, man, it was enough to feed everybody once God prayed, once Jesus prayed over that little bit and made it enough for everybody. But what he was telling them, sit the people down and watch me do the miracle. So that's all I was doing. All I did was sit the people down, get them in a state, where they can hear from God and hear God's word and hear and feel God's presence. And he would do the miracle. Not me. I ain't nothing. I'm just somebody that told them the story of Jesus and he did the miracles. Just sit the people down and watch God work, watch God work. So I was puffed up coming across that street saying, thinking that I did something, but really I didn't do nothing. Jesus Christ is the miracle worker. You get what you give. And so, man, let me tell you something. Me giving money, me giving prayers, me giving time, all that stuff is just sitting the people down and watching God do the miracle. You get what you give. It was the equity that I'm putting in. And look, I don't waste time because time is more precious than money. I've explained this on past podcasts about giving time when they give you the judge give you time, you can't get that time back. You can get money back, but you can't get that time back. All right. I wanted to go into this. It's called Loose Hands. Loose Hands. Man, when I like, oh, I got to keep hold of this $100. I got to keep hold of this $20,000. I just got it and I got to keep hold to it. Things are supposed to go through you. They come to you and they go through you. Be a blessing be become a blessing be blessed to be a blessing to someone else loose hands man so when you have loose hands you got hands that can accept and hands that can give so be a lender and and don't worry about you know the other stuff don't sweat the small stuff i say that because look I used to complain about money, about giving money or paying for certain stuff. I used to complain about it. You say, man, why do I got to always pick up the bill? Why do I have to be the person that somebody called to borrow some money? Why do I have to pay all the time for the stuff up front and then for all of us and do all this? My pastor says something. He said, look, if you want to, God can reverse the role, and you can be the one in need, and you can be the one that's asking to borrow. You can be the one that's down. Now, would you like that? No, I think I'll I think I'll keep the lender, and don't be the borrower. I guess I'll be that. Thank you, God. I'm sorry, and I'll continue to give and have loose hands. Hey, my last thoughts, my last thoughts on this this thing here, man. Being a giver without being naive now. God gives you discernment and it's certain people and I have to say, I love being a giver, but I don't be naive with It's some people that I've met and I give and give and you never get back, but I don't really trip about the getting back. I just recognize game. See, a lot of people don't understand, you know, in the Christian world or the believer world, church world is that, man, I come from the streets. So I kind of recognize your little game that you be spitting. But you know, I gave that out of my heart, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not tripping about whatever it was. But when you try to game, the train can stop immediately because I know it's game. I know it's game, so the train stops immediately. So when you try to game me, see, my my game, your game stretched from Houston to Austin. Mine is from Austin to Boston. So all that game, you can't game me like that. But I am a giver. And I do sow seeds into good soil. I sow seeds into good ground. And I will always be a giver. I will always have loose hands because them tight hands, you ain't got nothing to accept if you have them closed, trying to hold on to something. That's my last thoughts. My last thoughts, man. Thank y'all so much, man. I want to say what's up to all my podcast listeners and my YouTube subscribers, my new ones, man. Thank y'all. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the Progression family, man. It was good talking with y'all on this subject. I want to tell y'all and go back over what I was saying. You get what you give is the name of this. Go read 1 John 3.17. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Hey, man, I want God's love to be in me. So if I see a brother or sister in need, I will show compassion. I'm going to get equity into God. I'm going to put my equity into this world so I can get stuff back. I read what I saw. Wasting money, wasting time is worse than wasting money. Believe me. Your time on this earth is but a mist, like it says in the book of James. It is but a mist. It's here today and gone tomorrow. Amen. You have to understand the value of time and the value of money coincides with each other. But wasting time is worse than wasting money. Loose hands, man. We got to have loose hands so we can accept and give. Things supposed to go through you, not to you all the time. We get stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm telling you, I'm grateful for everything that I have, the, the stuff, the cause, the the house, the, you know, the stuff It's okay, but man, I am grateful for that, and so the more things you be grateful for, the more things that will attract, you will attract to be grateful for, you will attract more things to be grateful for, Hey, man, leave your comments, man. I want to know what you think about the Progression Podcast, man. And I want you to share it, man. Share it with your brothers and share it with your sisters. Share it with everybody, man. I got a new podcast coming up called Love's Win- Love Wins with my wife. And, man, we've been putting some stuff together and trying to get some shows together and writing stuff down and, you know, uh, writing a uh, vision down and making it plain, as her book says in the book of her book, you know. And so, man, this has been a great journey, man. I want to tell y'all something. This podcast has been a godsend, man. And so when you leave your comments, I'm going to comment back, man. I'm going to comment back. I'm going to say thank you. And even with your critique, I'm going to say thank you. Because your critique will tell me what to do. It's so certain people called me the other day Said hey man I got some stuff That you need to come check out And it'll make your podcast better And you know what I said I'm on the way I'm on the way because I want to make it better And I'm not going to trip on what you say But I'm going to tell y'all Don't tell me what you want Show me what you want Die empty Don't let your yesterday kill you tomorrow And God can blow your mind If you let him. Amen 007 man the progression podcast man i love y'all man peace